Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is. It's hump day. Yeah, you're damn right it's hump day. And it's a really good day for one UK basketball fan or gambler. I don't know whether he's a fan or not, uh, but he gambled $220,000 last year. Oh, my gosh. And he bet that Kentucky would win by 24 and a half points. How do you win by a half point? How many points did the game, did the UK Wildcats win last night, Dwight? Let me call my wife. No. Well, Dave, to answer your question, you can score a half point if you're shaving. Yes. Um, <laughs> Will I've been Clark, shaving for quite a while. Sasquatch, how many points did Kentucky win by last night? Uh, that would imply I cared what happened. Was it 26? <laughs> it was 25. 25. Oh, my God! They won by 25, and they won by 25. And how much did the guy bet? Two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Wow! And laid twenty four and a half down. Do you think his butthole has unpuckered yet? Well, I would think that if you're betting two hundred twenty thousand, you probably have the money to throw around, or you're a sicko and you're betting your family's future. I know, my God, or both, man. or both. Uh, well, so they yeah. won by twenty five, and the line the line was twenty four and a half. And they won it because a walk-on went in in late in the game and hit a couple of free throws instead of running out the clock. Talk what? about a pucker. O-M-G. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh, a walk-on. Right. The only thing that I have on the line is special lady time. Will I get special lady time after the basketball game? But... I loopholed it, and I said, look, honey, before you watch the Wildcats, join me up in the bedroom for a minute. They played St. Mary's of somewhere, Canada or something. St. Mary's of Elizabeth. It wasn't the good St. Mary's. Right. It wasn't that. There's a bad one? If (laughs) if you listen to Kentucky fan on Twitter, it was they were beating Duke by 400 points. It was, like, ridiculous. Well, Duke is currently busy uh, doing a GoFundMe to get their star player. Oh, but Coach K (laughs) said it's been handled internally, guys. So nothing to see here. What happened? Well, happy. Uh, they're, uh, apparently, Coach K's grandson and uh, Pablo Escobar, or whatever this guy's name no, is. No, he's there. not Pablo Escobar. Uh, uh, that, that sounds right. I think it is Pablo Escobar. Uh, yeah, apparently, they partied and uh, were detained by police for operating vehicles while intoxicated. Oh, damn it. But it's been handled internally, so mm. don't worry about it. Well, oh, well they investigated good. themselves and found that there was nothing wrong. Oh, mm-hmm. well, good. That's... Wow. Uh, okay, so... What's I have an answer for you. What city is America's most dangerous? Uh, I well, want to go with Louisville, Kentucky with our murder rate, but I, I think Chicago, which Mayor Fisher said he wanted us to be a little Chicago. Give me my dinghy. He's, he's doing name? it, so I gotta, probably a city that's I, smaller than you think. I got to think it's per Chicago. capita. I got, oh, yeah, is this a per capita deal? Per capita. Oh. 
Is you know, it St. Louis? No, uh, 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 Dave will know. Memphis, Tennessee. Is Mil- Memphis? Okay, Memphis, if, Tennessee. okay, name the factors that go into violent crime. Okay, shooting, stabbing, criminals, lawlessness, murder, murder, rape, carjacking, carjacking, uh, armed robbery, T-Mobile. No, that's not one. <laughs> <laughs> An aggravated assault. Aggravate, okay, yeah. that's what. And so the rape. So was, if you're in a good mood when you assault somebody, <laughs> it's, a, it's a misdemeanor. Is, isn't it's all a beautiful assault day, isn't aggravated? It? I punched your face in with a smile. Oh I think. Gosh, well, uh, assault can be the old lady slapped you because you made a bad joke, or somebody took a brick to your face. That's aggravated, ag- right? Aggravated, yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, aggregated assault is when you collect all of the assaults together <laughs> and it becomes one sum. Okay, the study uh, st- uh, broke those down to per crime per 100,000 people, and no surprise, Memphis, Tennessee came in at the top. The study ah! also finds that individuals with family incomes of less than $15,000 a year are three times more likely to be victimized by crime than those whose families' income of 75000 or more. Well, if you've had the misfortune of spending any time with fans of the Memphis State University, Memphis, you can see why Memphis, they're just down there shooting each other. Hey, news guy, you're not saying it right. Memphis. Memphis Remember Baskerville Holmes? <laughs> I love Baskerville Holmes. And Elliot Perry's tube socks. Yes. 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 And then the center, Keith Lee. That's right. With the soul glow hair. He was fantastic. All right. Uh, this show, Memphis, I, I didn't see. Come Arkansas. It was one of those no. articles where you have, to course, cl- you have to click on each page to get each one of the cities. I so hate there, that. So there was too much work for you. So way <laughs> too much work to continue to find out where Louisville was. So what what happened to the print the list option on those Th- pages? Thank you. Thank you. Just list the top ten for me, dude. I know you want the clicks, but you're not getting 50 clicks out of no, me. No, and no one cares about clicks anymore. Okay. Well, I can tell you right now, uh, we are we have matched our homicide record. We're at 173. 173. Yeah, the, uh, the Elliott Avenue death investigation from yesterday is now officially a homicide. So going forward, every homicide from now until the end of the year will set the new record. Wow. Let's go back to Memphis. I don't even know how to do that. Let's go back to Memphis, Tennessee. You know what, Mr. Lawler? I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my infant style? <laughs> all right, fine. I'm not afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women, but I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the loo. Is that how you talk to Memphis, Tennessee? I don't know why I find that funny. That's awesome. For some reason, Andy Kaufman. 40 years later, I find that funny. Memphis, You're from Memphis. Is that how you do when you farm in Memphis, Tennessee? I got a couple hundred bucks from the king once. Did, Did you? Really? What? And when I was working in Evansville, he had a fireworks stand on the south side of town. Yeah. And I had to do a remote out there. He showed up three hours late. <laughs> and I had to stand out there and try to keep this unruly mob from lynching the place. <laughs> have, you see, have you seen Jerry uh, Lawler lately, though? He looks, fa- he looks fantastic. He, for a while there, he looked like he ate Jerry Lawler. Yeah, but he looks great now. He was part of the heyday of, of wrestling, that's for sure, in the 70s and the 80s. Andy Kaufman, overrated or genius? Overrated. Overrated. Yep. Overrated. Never. I thought he was funny on uh, to a certain extent on Taxi. Latka. I thought. Uh, Ibida. Thank you very much. 
he was the comedian that off the air would just make people feel uncomfortable. That was his job is to make people feel uncomfortable. And I thought I, I just couldn't go through life like that. I'd want to punch him out. I think that his role in um, Castaway, he was fantastic. In oh, the volleyball. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's Egg McMuffin turns 50 on Thursday to celebrate Wait, the McDonald's hey, look at Stop, stop. I do believe you mean Mick 50. Uh, are we Mick celebrating? Are we allowing that? Oh, no. Mick celebrating, I'll accept. Oh, but Mick 50 Mick 50's walking the line. All right. Uh, they celebrate by charging the original price for the McMuffin, which was what, Will Clark? I'm going to say it was a dime. 39 cents. A dime? It's not 1910, you freak. 50 years ago, it would have been 71. Is that right? Correct. Okay. 39 cents. I'm going to say it was 50 cents. It would, uh, Dwight is closest to the score. 63 cents from the Egg McMuffin. It is Canadian bacon, which is ham. I want to get 63 cents. Oh, shut up. It's just just a buck now, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's on the dollar menu. Is it really? I don't get the Egg McMuffin. I get the one where they have the two pancakes. I like the sausage McMuffin. The the one with the two pancakes as the bread. Here's the problem. What is that called? Here's the difference between the sausage McMuffin and the McGriddle. The McGriddle. Oh, my God. Here's the difference between Whoever invented that, I love you. Here's the difference between a sausage McMuffin and an egg McMuffin. When you bite in a sausage, a sausage? McMuffin, yeah. Well, when you bite in a sausage McMuffin, it's just one bite and it comes in your mouth. Huh, what? I'm sorry. What? When you when you bite on a when egg, you bite, wait a minute, w- you bite the sausage. When you bite on an egg and, McMuffin, the entire the entire ham comes into your mouth. Tony, you okay over there? I'm just thinking of what time I'm going to go to the studio in the cool edit. Kind of isolate uh, that. Boy, I <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, one thirty today. I when think. you try to take a bite of the Egg McMuffin and you mm-hmm. pull away, the entire piece of ham slides off of it. How can we do a show, Dwight, that's respectable with him thinking like that? I don't know, and, and that's going to be part of our joke of the day, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. is his juvenile behavior. <laughs> why, why is it that me, you, and Sasquatch have to be the above-board journalistic uh, it's a bird. It's really, it, it really it's, is. It's a weight it that is. we carry. Oh my gosh! Hey, we have uh, we have more uh, news involving uh, nozzle quarterbacks from Green Bay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Aaron Rodgers? No, it's a former nozzle. Oh, oh Favre. Yes, Favre. we're going to go to the Brett Favre desk. Uh, he is one of fourteen individuals and entities who has been turned over to the Mississippi Attorney General's office for collection of misspent welfare funds. Uh, I thought oh. he paid. I thought he paid that back. His he missed the payment. His yeah, apparently he uh, he missed he, a two hundred fifty thousand dollar payment. What yeah. did he do with his money? No, he has money. I think he's just having got around to. He just doesn't want to give this money back. Yeah, I think I thought this was PPP money. Uh, well, apparently it was, and then they went and determined what he spent it on, and it had nothing to do with the parameters of that program. Uh, no, clearly, yeah, 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 yeah. They stole the money. In other words, well, let's talk about the, just like a lot of other. Let's talk about the Packers here. doing something they haven't done since 2011, and that's win a Super, Super Bowl? Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> sell stock to the Green Bay Packers. What? Yeah, uh, this week thousands of Green Bay Packers fans could dig into their pockets and hand over three hundred dollars in buying Jealous. stock of the team. <laughs> Did you read the small print on this, by the way? Right! That's where I'm going. It's the sixth time the Packers have done this to raise money. Uh, and the first time, the last time they did this was 2011. They sold 185,000 shares. And I was one of them. 
Oh, so you were one of the suckers. So oh, no, he has it framed, and there's a light shining on it in his hallway. Okay, We have like a couple hundred million dollars in the bank, thanks to the fans that generously give to their team and invest in its future. Suckers. Unlike every other team where the people just buy hoodies. And I would do the exact same thing if I were Dave, because, I mean, it is pretty cool. So you get, <laughs> cool, after you buy your stock. Oh, the jealousy. After you buy your stock in Air Bunnies, quotation marks. I didn't uh, buy stock in Air Bunnies. I bought I, them in the Packers. Dwight's got money and bunnies, just not air. Mm-hmm. You want me to do the story? <laughs> I didn't know that company was publicly traded. For an additional $35, and only for the additional $35, do you get said certificate? So it's actually $335. What way, a way sad way. sack of weirdos. That's on this go around. My, you... Mine was 250 and I got the certificate. Yeah, but it was like okay. 10 years ago. It's inflation, Dave. That's all we talk about now. So if you want to do it now, it's $300, but that just gets you the stock in quotation marks. Yeah, of course. And then you got to pay an additional 35 to get the stock certificate. Weird, but weirdos. Might as well buy an acre on the moon. It can right or was or two. I named a star after you. I love you. I named the star. I don't know which one it is. It's somewhere in this area. Cuz they all look the same. Somewhere in this area. You guys should be happy that you don't have to buy these things. Okay, so it cannot be sold. The stock cannot be sold unless Unless makes it sound more valuable. Unless the Packers decide to buy it back. Oh God! For two point five cents. What a scam! <laughs> so you gotta have two of these stupid does, things to get a nickel. Does, <laughs> inter- does eternal life also come with this uh, thing? Also, by the way. Well, see, uh, Jeez, yeah, read the fine print. Eternal life, no, happiness. Only if you accept Christ. Okay. Oh, okay. How many of these knobs show up at Lambeau demanding to hire, to hire or fire someone, and they get arrested? Hey, these knobs can vote. On the board. Oh yeah, it's got a lot of a lot of weight. Vote on what? Like sure you can. Yeah, what you're going to have at the meaningless meeting of the shareholders? He used to sure bring the mail to work and go <clears throat> as an owner. Yep, <laughs> he'd open it up. I do. I I'd go, do man. I would do the same. Yes, thing. that's almost as obnoxious as those stupid Ohio State fans going around going the Ohio, the Ohio State. The, I didn't go to Ohio State. I went to the Ohio State. The Ohio State. All right, time for the joke of the day. All right. I hate to do this, but <laughs> you showed your immaturity when I was doing my. Uh... I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That's your job, and I. No, it's okay. Took it. Hey, fellas. Hey, hey Dwight. Dwight. What's the difference between Tony Vanetti and a mutual fund? Oh, I don't know. What's oh, wow. the difference between well, me and a mutual fund? Lots, but please, one, one is valuable. Eventually, a mutual fund will mature and start earning money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, uh, breaking news alert. Uh-oh, hey, hey, hey. Wait, wait, breaking news. Here we go. Uh, right now, they are cutting down the city Christmas tree from somewhere in the East End. Oh, what? They're about to wedge it onto a truck, and it's going to jam up the interstate shortly on its way downtown. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's so cool. be prepared for a tree-induced traffic jam. That's wait. holidays. I thought the mayor was Mr. Kissy Wissy Hug the Tree Guy. He's I cutting bet, one down? I bet you they got it from Anchorage. They always get it from Anchorage, I think. So. I hope they got the squirrels out of it. Yeah. Big pine tree <sighs> headed downtown. Or just run the squirrels over. The Clark de- Griswold is on standby to decorate it. The Department of Safe and Healthy Neighborhoods has investigated the tree. And hey, do me a favor. Shoot these squirrels as they fall out of this tree. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the... Uh, is that how you talk to Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? See, Mr. Lawler, <laughs> you don't have any brains. I am from... 
790 WKRD, the afternoon underdogs, uh, Dave Jennings and yes. Tony Vanetti. I want to ask one question to Marty Book from Earl Book's Carriage Ford. Marte? Do you, would, there, is there any scenario that you would bet $220,000 on a college basketball game? Under no circumstances would that happen. <laughs> right. And this, and this time of year, no. No. So la- you saw last night somebody, I don't know if it's a UK fan or not, but the bet got out on social media before the game started. Kentucky played St. Mary's of Elizabeth or whoever the hell knows. It's not the good St. Mary's. St. Margaret Mary. It's not the Atlantic 10 St. Mary's. It's the one that makes the tournament all the time. It's some other St. Mary's. So he bet $220,000 and laid 24 and a half. They won, Marty, by 25. <laughs> on a couple of late free throws. <laughs> I, I tried to watch a little bit of that. Uh, I had $5 on DraftKings on the other guy. Okay. That's, I mean, uh, and, I'm talk, and I'm talking about grocery dollars. Like, you know, five Cokes. The people. They, uh, the, I, the, yeah. I just did that just so I could try to watch it, and I couldn't. It was, that was just, I don't know. I I couldn't get into it. I, I switched over to Ted Lasso. Well, guess what? You see that crowd last night at Ruff? Mm-hmm. It is. It's nobody's going to these games. I just saw online someone was posting up the uh, the pre the non conference schedule for U of L and UK average around two hundred and forty. Okay, so that's the average ranking of the teams that are coming in. Mind you, there's three hundred and thirty teams. So this is the bottom third of the entire country's teams that are coming on average to the Yum Center and Rupp Arena. And I think both fan bases, and I call I affectionately called the UK fans weirdos. They're, these people would go, normally go to a game on the moon if they if you if it's a you know if it's a good game. And, and this started, guys, across the board. What ten or fifteen years ago? Yes. At the peak of what they were charging us, the seat licenses and the per game charges, and then we started noticing. How long are fans going to pay that for these schedules they're Correct. starting to put together? Yeah, and apparently, Marty, that, not not this year. Is, was one, After COVID, they finally said, I'm out. Where are you at on that, Marty, with, with paying a lot of money for courtside seats and all that? It, it, it's dead wrong. You, you know, the, the if you see me at courtside, it's because I got it from somebody. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's me too. Right, because I mean, our accounting company has has the the big time tickets, and it's, it's big time boosters that, that's got that stuff. I was watching Indiana play in Eastern Illinois, and uh, you know, if, if you've ever been to Assembly Hall, when you get up in that balcony, that that's no man's land, and you know, it was fifty percent empty up there. Yeah. You know, because people people's not going to do that. The students don't care about going to watch that game, and, and you know they come in with the the Furmans of the world and teams like that, and that wasn't meant to take a dig. But I'm saying is people don't really are not going to get juiced up to go spend seventy five dollars on a Tuesday to, to watch a game like that. Right, right. No, that you might lose. No, and, and I we did not. We all three of us talked about this. That said during COVID, we said when people get out of a routine. There's a percentage up to a third of anything that they don't come back because they go, I didn't really miss it. I'm not going back. So if you add what you just said, when you're booking these Furmans of the world on a Tuesday night at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock tip, you're still charging the same price, and you got out of a routine, this is what happens. Absolutely. I'm, and the – you know. This bugs me even worse. I had to pay ten dollars to watch Indiana play in the uh, Illinois State, 
just because I had to buy the Big Ten Plus network. Right. Or whatever. Right. And that's, okay. You're going to see that next, too. I mean, when you, it blows my mind. I mean, one of the reasons when you're a kid and you can't go to games, your, your family can't afford to take you. Well, whoever in the hell ever heard of what your family can't afford to let you watch it at home? But, no. but, but, Marty, this is something that's happened everywhere else but here on Tobacco Road. The apathy around college basketball has been around for about, well, since it started, except for here and mm-hmm. around North Carolina and, all, and, and those areas. So, Marty, this is just new to us, but this is where college basketball has been outside of March Madness and that one event for a couple of weeks since it started. You listen to national radio. You know, I listen to stuff on satellite radio a lot. Nobody talks about college basketball. Nobody talks about college basketball until the NCAA tournament. Right. Other than that, now lo- locally it's all we talk about. But when you when you get past here and you listen to stuff, it's they talk about NBA ad nauseum. I mean, it's, it's constant NBA talk and things like that when it comes to basketball. But but college basketball doesn't exist unless you're around here. College football is king, and we've been ringing that bell for 10, 15 years in, on this station. And they're having their own attendance issues also. And I said, put all your money into football because basketball is over. The SEC, they had they had some, uh, some athletic directors and some presidents of SEC teams that off the record were like, we'd love to drop everything except for football because we just don't care. We want we want to play football. That's what we want to do. That's the money maker. That's what it's what we're known for. LSU is known for baseball and football. That's it. They're not known for anything else. Uh, and the baseball could come and go, but it didn't cost them much. Uh, but it is uh, it is a sad state of affairs of what's going on. The pictures of the Yum Center and the Rupp Arena are embarrassing. It's it's again, is it embarrassing or it's what we as I was growing up. I want, if I couldn't get a Freedom Hall, if I got a ticket to Freedom Hall, someone gave it to me or it fell in my lap because yeah. I couldn't afford it, uh, when I was a kid. If not, Fox 41 would have them on and they'd always had, you know, they would have and it would local announcers would have the U of L game, whether it was at Southern Miss or whether it was at Freedom Hall, you had the local games on the local channel and you never missed it. And the graphics are shaking but as you're reading the score. All the money stayed local. The local TV station made it. It yep. was local sponsors that were on it weren't national and it was just a great product. And now you turn it over to national TV and now you're a, you're a slave to the, whatever they tell you to do. And they're watching the game in Connecticut. Yes. I got a buddy that's a booster in Indiana that was, you know, wasn't friends with him, but he 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 was on a first name basis with Tom Crean. Yeah, and he had talked to 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 Crean since he had went to Georgia. Now, can you imagine the the shell shock of going from a, a, a game in the Big Ten, right, at Indiana to Georgia. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, and, yeah. and and he talked about that. He said this is a whole different. He said it's just a whole different thing. He said to getting players and and. And people that that want to be there and excited and this and that, he said, you know, it's just it's not the same thing. No, oh, Marty, football it, it shows with the, yeah, it shows with the product. You know, whoever whoever the guy that said the SEC would just soon not have basketball, they pretty much don't because what? whenever the tournament comes around, you might have a competitive game with Florida in certain years, maybe Kentucky, you know, obviously Kentucky, but other than that, they don't have basketball. Well, speaking of football, before the season started, I was hearing Tom Allen's name mentioned with, like, bigger jobs. <laughs> Has he gone from that to the maybe the seat getting a little warm? Well, you know, they, they paid him a boatload of money whenever that talk was going around. And I think he got seven years and $7 million maybe a uh, year, something like that. Uh, but I'm telling you what, boys, 
from the hype from before the season started to get beat forty-seven to seven or whatever it was by Rutgers at home. Mm. Uh, there's, there's somebody's going to start talking to him. It's going to warm up some way. And put it this way, and, and me and my brother was talking about this. If this was a basketball scenario, your your John Mellencamp's and your your uh, the guy that owns the Mavericks and people like that, Cuban, they're all pitching yeah. their money in. Yeah, Cuban. They're throwing their money in to get the guy out of here. Being as the football team, I'm not sure they can round up the money to get that done. And I don't know if they need to, but yeah. but this this has been a horribly disappointing season. Uh, I think it's it behooves Indiana to Big Ten football this year is amazing. It's really the yep. story of college football this year is Purdue, Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio State. Michigan-Michigan State game was the most watched game that weekend. The Big Ten is the story of college football. Yes, Alabama is still Alabama and Georgia's number one and all that, but Big Ten's the story. Indiana was smart. They dump a ton of money in football and get in the race because that's how you put IU back on the map. It's not basketball. Marty, tell me if we're gonna, we're, if we could go on all day with this uh, conversation, but I do want to talk about cars and I want to talk about Fords. We love Fords here. Yes. We make them here. You sell them, Marty. Well, what's on the lot today at Oral Books Carriage Ford? On the lot today, uh, we're going to be looking at some program cars that we've got that just got recently in last week. We've got a couple flexes. They don't make the flex anymore. Anyone that's ever drove a Ford Flex knows there's the space, the, the, the usage of it. My wife and, and her sisters go on a girl trip every year, a girl trip to Gatlinburg to shop, and six of them got in there, all their luggage and everything. And just drove drove down there as comfortable as can be. We've got two of them here, and plus I'm gonna try to buy a third tomorrow at the auction. But if you if you like comfort and you've got family, come and look at these flexes or go to carriageford.com. Marty, we love you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Go Hoosiers, go Cats, and go Cards. We'll talk to you soon, buddy, and uh, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right, have a good day, buddy. Thank you, Marty. See you, see you, boys. Thanks. All right. Did you hear what you just said in the middle? So effortlessly there, I try to get you to say that for what years. What did I say? You said go Hoosiers. No, what? Go Cats. I did not. And go Cars. I did? You did. You said it effortlessly. I need to be reprogrammed. Wow. Where's the? I need to be reprogrammed. Somebody's, uh, what? Maybe Jeff Walls can help. Oh, Jeff Walls can help. Let's listen to him right now after the huge U of L win last night at uh, the Yum Center. They bounced back from an overtime loss at Arizona. I think it was overtime. It was close. It was. It was, it was an overtime loss to Arizona, which is a good ball club. But let's talk to Jeff Walls right now, right here on 790. KRD. We are joined by Jeff Walls now. Home opener here tonight. Really cool night for it to be the home opener for the city of Louisville with uh, with Bellarmine in here, the two Division One schools in the city, and uh, a nice performance uh, from your team and picking up the win. You know what? It was a a really nice ball game. I mean, obviously uh, coming back after that Arizona game, uh, you know that stung. It, it was one that. It was a great basketball game, but one that, that we were right there, had a chance to win, but unfortunately did not. Uh, so it was nice to get back out here and have a chance to compete and play. And I was really proud of the way we started off. I, you know, I was really excited to see Emily come out and just play and play hard and attack. Uh, I don't know if it's been done before here while I've been here, but a double-double in the first half. 
Yeah, I don't know if it had, but that was pretty impressive. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I've, I've seen that before. And for us, we, we have had some great players c- come through here. Uh, and for M to be able to get a double-double in the first half is pretty remarkable. And I, I just thought, you know, it was nice to be able to get a lot of players some minutes and at the same time not have to play anyone over 21 minutes because we play tomorrow night. It's like we're right back at it tomorrow night. And, you know, you, you, you want to make sure that, that we've got some legs for tomorrow because UT Martin will come in here prepared. They're very well coached. They, they, they spread it out. They've got five guards. And everybody's going to have to be able to defend on the perimeter. So it, it's going to be a, uh, a, a good ball game. We're excited. And then, you know, after that, we head out west. So we got some basketball here in front of us this week, three games in five days. And we need to make sure that we've got healthy bodies and players that are, 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 are ready to go. Definitely a busy week. Uh, shot 53% for the game tonight. Uh, seemed like even in early in the third quarter when shots weren't falling, still getting a lot of good looks that just uh, that just weren't going in right then. Yeah, what what we have to do is we've got to stop settling for threes. You know, we if, if they're if you're if you've made a couple, that's great. Get your feet set, knock one down. But when you see that we're missing, we've got to be willing to take pull up jumpers, and we finally did that. Haley started it off with a nice shot fake, elbow jumper, then Narika knocks down two in a row. You, you just can't be a ball club that's going to settle for shooting the ball outside the three-point line. You know, we, we go five for 21, which, which is not very good, but we continue to shoot them. And I'm like, guys, if you notice, they're not going in, so let's try not to do that. I, and once we figured it out, I thought we did some good things. So, you know... We've, we've, we're, we're growing. We've got a lot of room to continue to grow. But overall, very pleased with what I saw here tonight. Defensively, uh, 25 points allowed matches the school record for fewest points allowed in a game. Uh, pretty impressive effort on that end of the floor. No, it sure was. Uh, I, you know, I, I thought we rebounded the ball well, only gave up uh, 10 o- offensive boards, which... You know, we gave up a few there there in the fourth quarter, but uh, overall we did a good job of putting a body on somebody. But at the same time, we talk about it. We had the size advantage. But if we want to get to where we want to get here, you know, come January, February, and March, we've got to make sure that we continue to do the fundamental things right. you got to put a body on somebody. you, you got to push them back, rebound the ball in front of you. You can't just settle for jumping over top of somebody. Because every night we're not going to be the bigger team. So those, those are small things that we're working on and we're continuing to, to try to get better at. You got to kind of take uh, Narika and Alana out of the game late so they could, uh, you know, hear it from this crowd. They played, uh, they both played really well tonight. You, yes, I, 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 I thought Narika played exceptional. I thought defensively she was on point. She did some great things, helping the helper. Uh, things that you might not notice is just a, a spectator. But her rotations were really, really good. And then I, I thought she shot the ball with, with confidence. I, I was really happy for her. Uh, Alana kind of turned things on there a little bit late, you know, which is great. I was excited to see that. But she's got more in her that she's got to continue to give us at the defensive end. She's got to be able to use her athleticism and really just put it on people and say, hey, I'm here. I'm here to stay. You've got to deal with me. That's where I'm trying to get her to make ground and improve. But, you know, I haven't had a chance, obviously, to see the game, but I'm really looking forward to seeing 
what negative things Jess Lemley said about me today on TV. <laughs> you know, Jess obviously is not paying attention as she's over there talking with Kate. But this was her opportunity after four years of me giving her a hard time to absolutely let me have it. And there's no doubt that she probably just raked me up and down as soon as the tip happened. And if she didn't tonight, still is tomorrow to be. Oh, she to back it. tomorrow night? Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, so it's it's going to be interesting, there's no doubt. So I'm going to hopefully, you know, be able to get back, watch that game, and, and make the improvements that the one and only Jess is going to give me. There may have been some people coaching her to, to say some things about you. Oh, there's <laughs> no question about that, yes. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, you, you mentioned it, quick turnaround, uh, trying to manage minutes tonight and, and able to do that a little bit. And uh, Is it good preparation? You mentioned a good UT Martin team. Does it, does it help at all for the conference tournament when you play on successive nights like this? Well, I, it's not going to help that much playing them in, in November. Sure. You, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's fine. But what it does is it shows me that we do have the depth to be able to go into a conference tournament, play three games in three days. Uh, but overall, like tonight, I was just I, – I was thrilled with how Emily came out and attacked. That, that's what we saw for the last three years at Syracuse, um, that we were so glad that she decided to come down and join us so we didn't have to guard her anymore. Uh, but it's, she, she's fun to watch. She's, she rebounds the ball. She's got a knack for the basketball. She's always around it. Uh, came up with four steals. I, it was fun. It, it was fun to watch. I, I thought, you know, Haley played hard. She competed. Everybody did. Yeah. Uh, and then we just got to clean things up. In the second half, we got way too sloppy with the basketball, and that's got to that that's got to change. But you know, we're going to continue to grow. It's a work in progress, and uh, you know, it, it's going to be a fun team to watch as we continue on. Looking forward to it. We'll enjoy watching again tomorrow night. We'll see you then. I sure appreciate it, buddy. And thank you, everyone, again, for coming out here. Uh, just really appreciate all the support that, 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 that you give this program. Those crazy nights I do remember in my youth. Sounds just like it, Dr. I Fauci. I take this, Anthony. Those were the best times. Could you get off my mic, please? My if you're going to travel overseas, yeah, you want to go to countries that have a high base of people that speak English, because we're um, stupid Americans that don't lose. We don't learn anybody else's languages except our own. Right. That's right. Listen, if you don't, we don't have to. Listen, if you don't speak American, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> It's quite that simple. Okay. Uh, so these are the top ten countries that are most proficient in English. Okay. I would say England would be top. That's a state. I would, oh. say, Eng- I would say England's number one. Countries, and I think Australia, too. Cu- countries that don't speak English. Oh, don't speak English. Okay. That's the, the EF Education First just released their annual global ranking of English proficiency. Let me let me take a... Uh, I'm guessing like the Netherlands, like Sweden and places up in that neck of the woods. Probably Nor- oh! Netherlands is number one, Davo. Probably Norway. The Netherlands, that's what my wife says. I need you to go to the Netherlands. Give me another one. Uh, Switzerland. Denmark. Oh, my gosh, you're good. Australia? Oh, Dude, that's, I think yeah, that's for na- native language. There isn't yeah. all, but which one? Austria. All Austria? Yep, yep. Because they're singing, do, 
a deer, a female deer. Here's one that will surprise you. Singapore. Singapore is number four on this list. So it goes Netherlands, Austria, Austria, Denmark, Singapore, Norway, Belgium, Portugal, Sweden, Finland, and Croatia. Huh. These oh, my are the, gosh. I almost said Croatia is a joke. I swear. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. So these are the top ten proficient in English countries that don't speak it as a main language. So if you visit any of these places, you'll find plenty of people that go, I speak English. What do you need? Or if you're a criminal looking to get away from something in this country <laughs> and need to communicate, check the extradition treaty list. Yeah, right. right. Okay, let's, let's keep Probably it on. Croatia, right? <laughs> let's keep it on the <laughs> foreigners, why don't we? Let's go to Hungary. Sometimes I read a a, a, a story, and I'm like, ah, good for you. You deserve it. This one I'm torn. I, I kind of feel sorry for the poor. They actually man. do hogging there, too, but they call it Hungary, Hungary hippos. That is not funny at all, dude. That is poor taste. How much money? $5. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh, that's a stiff fine. Yeah, but we paid him out a bunch earlier in the week. I'm trying to make my money back. No kidding. No, I thought I was taking money for that. Uh, Mr. Papa Giorgio over here needs to... Okay, so anyway, yes. let's, let's go to Hungary. I feel sorry for this poor bastard, and usually I don't on stories like this. Okay. Uh, he lost both of his legs to a train accident. Oh, okay? my God. Oh, what? I know. The hell? I know. You find these damn stories. That's when... Is he, his name Art? That's when he... No. Russell? No. Russell? You can't do it. Russell? No. Bob? No. Matt? No. Phil? All right. So anyway, back to Hungary. He collected $3.2 million worth of insurance, okay? Okay. That seems low. $3.2 million? For two legs. That's one point something each. How about one point six? Have you seen my legs? Are like toothpicks. I I get fifteen dollars, maybe. Well, your my, legs versus these guys' legs. My insurance. Co- well, I don't even know if you get insurance. But here's what happens: the guy had recently taken out fourteen high risk policies. Okay. Uh oh. Yes. Oh. So it looks like he was trying to grift a bunch of insurance companies. That's what he did. Seems like a smart guy. He claimed that he was walking along the tracks. He tripped on some glass, and that's when he fell in, and the train accidentally chopped oh his legs God. off. Oh, my God. Doesn't that just seem painful as hell? Oh, yes. Of tripped on glass. Right. Oh, God, I'm throwing up right now in my mind. Uh, all of these high-risk policies were taken out within the year, hmm. um, and we, they found out that he had received financial advice that insurance policies had a better rate of return than savings accounts. So... Uh, oh my God! It looks like he's getting nothing, especially <gasps> since what? the train conductor says the guy threw himself in front of the train. Well, you think you'd lead with that, uh, right? Um, but imagine getting both your legs chopped off, thinking, "Okay, I'm going to get still not get paid." Yeah, yeah not paid. You know what? That's what you get. Yes, for being a liar and a cheat. I kind of feel sorry for the guy. What? I do. So he didn't stump the panel. <laughs> All right, two dollars back out. Yeah, that's two dollars. Yeah, two dollars. Joke off. jar is two dollars yeah, light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, um, <laughs> hungry is this where it happened? Yeah, hungry. Yeah, lost his legs and still didn't get paid. Right, it's sad. and then went through this most painful accident ever. Did he? Did he tie himself to the tracks and then claim Bullwinkle didn't get there fast enough? <laughs> no, he didn't do it. Some guy with a twirly mustache did it <laughs> <laughs> as he rubbed his hands.
Hey, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I wait. wonder if this guy tries to give advice to people or through his family members, and they're like, "Like we're going to listen to you, Mister No Legs and No right. Money." Oh, you need a ride somewhere? <laughs> Buy yourself a chauffeur. Golly, this poor oh, guy. I feel dude. sorry. For no, him. he's not no. a poor guy. Hey, listen. He laid down in front of a train. Before we go on, I'm going to tell you about a place where you don't have to have both your legs chopped off just to get your car worked on. Oh <laughs> what a segue. That is that's a, a leap. Ma- as a matter of fact, that's their new slug line. Sure, it's not official by them, but I'm going to put it on them. Tony's break alignment. We're not going to cost you two legs. <laughs> Listen, Tony's break <laughs> More like a little pinky toe. Right. Not even that. Hey, Tony's Break Alignment, all seriousness, they're the place, the only place, the end-all, be-all when it comes to preventive maintenance on your vehicle, plus getting any kind of repair done. It's not just brakes and alignment. They do it all, and they've been doing it all for three generations. They went out, and they got the best technicians, the best diagnostic equipment the money can buy, and they take care of you, and they get it right the first time. So much that Tony's Breaking Alignment, they don't give you just a warranty. They give you a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty. That's unheard of. It's stress-free. It's the right move. Put your mind to rest. Go with the best. That's Tony's Breaking Alignment. And they won't chop off your legs. I think it just works, don't you? I think it does. I'm going to call Robert today and, and pitch this. It's like, where's him. the beef? It's going to be all over right. America. Where's my legs go? Uh, you should have went to Tony's break in alignment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Back after this. Keep it where you got it. News Radio 840 WHAS. Oh, yeah. Come on. The, it's me on your Congo drive. Everybody can come along. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Put your hands together. All right, folks. Uh, I'm, you're about to make yourself feel real old right now. Because before I'm we go any further, I need yes. to say, Jonathan, welcome to the club. Jonathan Cody emailed me. Mm-hmm. Hey, he is now a Packers owner as well. Oh, oh wow! Oh my gosh! So Let me. So, so we'll we'll powwow at the end of the year and talk about Rogers' contract, and we'll get that done. Okay. Oh my totally gosh! Lame. I'm surrounded by titans of industry. <laughs> right? Yes. yes. Each one of them holding a three hundred dollar piece of paper. This is impressive. Hey, how can we get revenue up mm, i know what we can do <laughs> we'll sell these useless pieces of paper and make them feel like they're being involved most loyal fan base in the world you can't you can't much? you can't fleece the willing what do we charge right what do we charge 30 bucks 30 no 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 we're talking about we're talking about our fans nobody's gonna pay 300 dollars for a piece of paper that says they're part owners wait of the packers a, wait a minute frank you didn't say paper you want to give them a certificate Oh, a certificate's much different. Yeah, tack on an extra $35. Let's make it 335 First three hours, they sell 30000 of them. Do they have that little, um, what's the stamp at the bottom with the gold leaf uh, official? It looks really cool. All right. I've got it lit. It's in my basement. I know you do. It's framed on the wall, and you have a light on it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the Holy Grail. Is this math right? What? Did they make $10 million? Dollars off that if they sold them at three hundred apiece and they sold thirty thousand. Yeah, of them? nine million. Yeah. Just wow. Like that, just like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or just one game on TV. 
It's what they make. All right. Uh, <laughs> Harry Potter's franchise turned 20 this week. Wow. Man, I've got to get around to seeing one of those. Harry <laughs> Potter's 20. <laughs> Anything that, that involves a bunch of kids at a school doing magic and riding dragons, that's right up my alley. That's uh, a cute, fun series. They're books, too, Dwight. Yeah, they're books. you got to read them. Oh, they're books? Yeah, they're also books. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, basically, in nowhere kind of writers. I don't think she did anything before she wrote Harry Potter, and then now she's a uh, like a two or three time billionaire. Did you see the story where when, and Will Clark did it where Papa John's changed their logo? Um, really, it's the same logo. They took the apostrophe it's the same out. It's the same thing. But I'm wondering, do you think they did that because John's- well, John's without the apostrophe takes away the possessive and makes it a plural bathroom. <laughs> uh I'm not going to oppose that. That's, no, that's actually accurate. All um, right. But it looks exactly the same. And the thing is, we missed our calling. We need to just come up with a fancy name for a marketing company and just get paid to do stupid stuff like right. that. I remember being on the radio when they came up with Unbridled. The st- oh, Kentucky Unbridled. Kentucky Unbridled. And we all asked, we, we pushed, how much did that cost from that company? And the total price they paid to that marketing company was $600,000. Oh, my gosh. To come up with unbridled, and then the horse head is coming out of the end of the right. unbridled. That design cost $600,000. Mm-hmm. It was five people with colored pencils. That, or you could just do a contest with all the grade schools in Kentucky sure. and say, come up with your best Like Kentucky naming the slogan. baby hippo. Thank right. you. Did we name the baby hippo? Yeah. There's one in Cincinnati. Oh. Fiona. Fiona. Oh, Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> she has a page. Boy, so, boy, baby hippos are about as cute as they get. Well, take that back. Baby elephants are as cute as they get. Baby anything. Yeah, that's, well, not kids. Baby spiders? Every baby looks the same. Every human baby looks the same. Dave Chappelle is is getting more backlash for his stand-up comedy routine on Netflix. Well, I'll give you a billion reasons why he shouldn't be concerned. Dave Chappelle's Al, uh, is that what he, he did, what, what did he get paid? No, I'm sure. Oh. Let me see how much he's worth. Yeah, I, Dave Chappelle's, close to a billion. here's the deal. Here's another stupid school that wants to take his name off stuff. Actually, it's not on yet. Dave Chappelle's alma mater shelves fundraiser for new theater named after him. Comedian Dave Chappelle's old high school, uh, has disinvited him from a fundraiser to build a new theater named after him. I was way off. Chappelle, I mean. Because what, 1% of the school might be LGBTQ, MIA, well, That's exactly right. As long as you get more than one or two people can complain, so you're out. Chappelle spoke about the cancellation after a screening of his new documentary, saying that he can't even raise money for children. Chappelle graduated uh, from Washington, D.C.'s Duke Ellington School of the Arts and in the past has donated $100,000 to the school. Gifted it, uh, gifted it one of his Emmy Awards and hosted a master class with Bradley Cooper and Chris Tucker. School officials say they plan to use the controversy as a teachable moment and move uh, a fundraiser to next April. Some students are talking about holding a walkout. Good for you. Well, why, which, ra- why which raise money and prestige show. that way when you could just raise taxes on the citizens? Well, when is the rest of the 98% of us going to say to the 2%, shut up and go sit in the corner? I don't know. If you're too stupid to just change the channel when something offends you or not watch it or not listen to it, I can't help you. The only company that reversed course was Trader Joe's. Do you remember Trader Joe's was going to get rid of their – they have certain uh, – um, 
products that are named L something or, or Mr. Senor, Senor Tacos or something. Yeah. Right, right. And one teenage girl in like Delaware complained online. So they said, okay, you're right. We're no, going to change right. the name. Well, a couple of weeks later, they went, you know what? You're not right. Right. We're not changing Senor Tacos. Right. We're not doing that. We're keeping the packages. And by the way, what is in Trader Joe's? Because when you drive by Shelby Royal Plaza, it's next to Genesis. It's packed. Every time. It could be Tuesday at 9 a.m. It's packed. Uh, $3 bottles of wine for the holidays. That's what's in there. I've never been in there. I don't. I haven't either. I don't know what's in there that makes it so popular. Is it a grocery store? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. It's everything. I've never gotten past a liquor store. Oh. (laughs) Well, of course. It's in the front. $3 bottle of wine? Three buck Chuck. What? That's why Dave's an on-air personality, not a lawyer. He could never pass a bar. If you go to someone's house and you see this fancy bottle that says Charles Shaw, you'll know that that's three buck Chuck. Three dollars. It's not bad. Huh. I bet you it gets drunk just like the expensive. Good for the in-laws. Okay. Drunk for three dollars. This is the Charles Shaw. Yeah. 2021. <laughs> yeah, well, give me the Frank McAllister. <laughs> and, and, and guess what? We don't carry Frank. Well, you, you better. Look, oh, you don't. Now I'm going to cancel your ass. Well, you, you can cancel my ass right. and get on out of here. Did That's you, $4 Frank. Did you just say ass? I said ass. Your face is an ass. All right, you got to go. Frank, get off me. Don't, you unhand me, you cad. Hey, so I had it. Uh, I, Thank you, Lance. Unhand <laughs> me, you cad. Oh, all right. Enough of your buffoonery. Unhand me, you cad. Uh, I was slipped into a little Lance McGarvey there. I was way off. Wow. It's impressive, but not as much as I thought. I'm going to guess 250. 250 million. What do you think? Because comedy, if you remember Chappelle, we're talking about Chappelle. He got like a $100 million deal. That's what I'm talking about. Then he had the breakdown, so I'm not sure how much of that he got. Um, It was $100 million on that uh, um, Comedy Central deal. Yes. Okay, and then. Netflix, I thought that deal was like $50 million. I'll, I'll say it's about probably $85 million, something like that. See, I went, I went way higher. It, it says his net worth is $50 million. Here, here's, the, uh, here's the top four highest net worth in comedians. Number one is no shocker. Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. $920 million. Mm-hmm. Not and, bad. And could care less about cancel culture. Exactly. <laughs> you ever heard him being interviewed? He's like, why would I worry about that? Right. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I don't care. He just looks at him and goes, I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and he acts badly as he's saying it. Number two is somebody that me and my wife started to enjoy lately uh, revisiting is Larry David. His partner. $800 million. Those actors just sit back and collect royalty checks from syndication. Yeah, so, does, so does Friends. Friends, yeah. yeah. Friends get paid. I have no idea who this guy is. Bill Cox. Bill Cox. So I'll skip past him. This guy, Matt, G-R-O-E-N-I. Oh, Matt Groening. He's a Simpsons guy. It, okay. Yeah. Simpsons creator. Yeah. $500 million. 30 years it's been on? Yeah. $500 million. Number four. Take a shot. How do you do 30 Simpsons Christmas specials? I don't know. 30 Simpsons Thanksgiving specials. Right. 30. And the Christ- and, and, the, and the Halloween specials always yes. after Halloween. Did um, we do the turkey comes alive and attacks Homer? Yeah. Oh, 
What are we gonna do this year? Number four. Um, Noel Hargrave. No, that's no. good. No, it's maybe good. Noel comes to. You were so close, dinner. Carl. But yes, it's, he did. No, it's, you, it's very close. Did we have the one where celebrities showed up at the Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, we did that two years yes, ago. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Oof. Number four is Bill Cosby. Oh, at, of course. At four hundred million, mm, the rapist. Mm-hmm. A uh, therapist. Ther- therapist. <laughs> Analysis. And, and did you watch? Did you watch uh, Arrested Development? I did not. One of the brothers wanted to crossbreed himself with being a analyst and a therapist, and on his car, on his card it would say such and such anal rapist because he tried to blend. He tried to blend the two words. I get it. Okay, number five. We're going to round it out with number five, and that's Jay Leno. He's tied with Cosby oh, yeah. at four hundred million dollars. Yeah, they so were wow. paying those. They were paying those late night TV guys in the nineties way too much oh, money, and the eighties. Oh, I way mean, too much money. Way man. too much money for a one share at eleven p.m. This sounds like an eighties sitcom. What was I eating this morning, Tony, that you said, you lucky bastard? I, I said, you lucky SOB. That is the Chipotle chicken pasta. Chicken Woo! Chipotle yes, pasta salad. Yes. If you oh. go into lots of pasta with the so newly good. remodeled and brighter and bigger deli counter, grab a little container of that, grab some chicken salad, get yourself a sandwich and some homemade soup for lunch today. You almost were mocking me with it because it was breakfast. <laughs> you were just like, I said, what are you eating? And you were like, you know what it is. It was, was in like, the fridge. Damn you, USOB. Uh, so but it's ribbon. It's like bow tie pasta. Why do you have to eat eggs for breakfast? No one said that. No. Nope. You can eat that pasta salad well, for breakfast some, from lots of pasta. It's creamy, so there's probably some eggs in the, the mayonnaise that's in there, which is slightly spicy with the cubes of mozzarella and the grilled chicken, sun-dried tomatoes. I think there's a little bit of squash. 3717 Lexington mm. Road in the heart of St. Matthews is lots of pasta. Go to lotsofpastalouisville.com. Order up some catering for Thanksgiving because you want to be a superstar. For Thanksgiving, you get lots of pasta. Back after this. Welcome to Wednesday's Hero. Today's hero is Louis Rocco, Sergeant First Class. Name of the story is From the Barrio to Vietnam. Louis Rocco grew up in the barrio of East Los Angeles, a high school dropout and a gang member. He was frequently in trouble with the law. He later said he often stole so his family could eat. In 1954, while still a teenager, he was arrested for armed robbery. During a break in his trial, he met an Army recruiter and told him his life story. The recruiter convinced the judge to drop a prison sentence for Rocco if the boy quit his gang, went back to school, and entered the military when he turned 17. Rocco complied with the judge's order. He enlisted in the Army and joined the Special Forces. During his first tour in Vietnam in 1965, Rocco suffered nothing more serious than a poisonous snake bite. His second tour was another story. On May 24, 1970, hearing that several soldiers in the South Vietnamese Army camp had been badly wounded in an area northeast of Khe Tung, Rocco, now a sergeant first class and medic with the advisory team 162, volunteered to fly in with a medevac crew to evacuate them. Their helicopter came under intense fire from every direction as they dropped into the landing zone. As the pilot tried evasive maneuvers, Rocco leaned out of the craft to identify enemy position and pour suppressive fire from the door gun. But with his hydraulics badly damaged by enemy fire, the helicopter crashed in an open field. Take 
fire and take a hit all over us. Three o'clock. Three o'clock my position. Drop fire. Mayday, mayday. I'm going in. The tailroom is out. I got control. pilot was hit in the leg, the co-pilot's arm was almost severed, and the South Vietnamese couldn't come out to help because they were afraid of being cut down by the enemy, who had pinned them down for several hours. Although his wrist and hip were fractured and his spine was badly bruised, Rocco managed to pull the unconscious pilot, co-pilot, and crew chief out of the flaming wreckage. Severely burning his hands in the process, He carried each of the wounded men to a protected area 50 yards away, returning each time through heavy fire and a little weaker. He administered first aid to them until he collapsed from his own wounds and lost consciousness. Over the next couple of days of fierce fighting, two more helicopters were shot down trying to save Rocco and the others. Finally, gunships cleared the area well enough to allow medevac choppers to land and evacuate the men. Rocco was treated in American Field Hospital while there. He was told by his commanding general that he'd been recommended for the Medal of Honor. But he didn't hear anything for more than four years. He discovered later that the recommendation was stalled because he was special forces and didn't belong to a regular unit. His comrades continued to pressure the Pentagon, and in 1974, Rocco received a call ordering him to go to the White House. On December 12th, President Gerald Ford presented the medal to him, his hands shaking during the ceremony. Sorry, the president said to Rocco, I'm nervous. Yours is the first one I've given out. Today's hero is Louis Rocco, Sergeant First Class U.S. Army. He was born November 19, 1938 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He died October 31st, 2002 in San Antonio, Texas. The name of the story is from the barrio to Vietnam. Couple things. First tour, only thing happened was getting bitten snake by a, voice, a poisonous snake. That's a bad omen. That's the uh, only thing. Uh, the story includes he's on the gun, he's on the the window gun or the door gun, mm-hmm. uh, trying to to per- suppress fire. They get shot down. All three of the guys that pilot the thing are, are hurt. One guy's arm is almost severed. He drags all of them th- 50 yards. His hip is broken. His back is broken. He's dragging them, and his hands are all burnt because he's dragging them from the fiery wreck. He gets them back, and then they're there for a couple of more days because they can't get them out. Wow. And then his Medal of Honor is held up because he's special forces. Which doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I don't, I don't get it either. Maybe we'll ask Gunny about that. We'll see him Thursday. That, um, all all I, I can think of is like your special forces. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Right. It's like, come on, man. Okay. I think that's 26. Do you know what label I put a label on that, uh, Dave? Does it say the 20? It's 26. I'm not sure on that. I think it's a 26. Yesterday it hit me. This guy died in 2001. 2002. 2002. <laughs> You know, we're broadcasting his name and his story. Right. And it's just cool. No, I, well, yes. I wish other media outlets would do what you're doing on the show because these veterans, these men and women, I mean, it's a precious commodity. 
Another thing. Okay. Oh, he so, turned his life around, by so, the way. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so that's where I wanted to go. And there are plenty of heroes, by the way, besides the ones that received the Medal of Honor. Sure, Correct. Sure, we have. Sure, we have judges like Judge Ann Haney that'll put you know killers out on uh, uh, home incarceration. We have those kind of judges. But do we need more judges that would say, okay, you can go to the penitentiary, or you can enlist in the army? Yeah. Do we need more of that? I, I, Turn this kid's life around. Mm-hmm. Do they even have that anymore? I, I don't. If you remember, the funniest one of those situations ever was comedian Ron Shock. That happened to him. Yeah, that's As true. Part of his life, he was a cat burglar. So what did what did they He's stealing people's by the cats? Way, by the way, what, what did they what did the army think was a great idea? Right. right. Uh, for a former cat burglar, <laughs> cat burglar to do in the army, Dwight. He, he was a, they give away kittens. He, Why are you stealing them? He said he was a cat burglar's burglar slash uh, safe, safe cracker. Cra- safe cracker. Ah. When I got caught, the judge asked me if I wanted to go. That's too much, Lance. I came to Ron Shock this morning. He said, the judge said to Ron Shock, okay, you can go to prison or you can enlist in the United States Army. Mm-hmm. He chose the army. That's where they took a cat burglar slash safe cracker mm-hmm. and taught him demolitions. Made him an explosive <laughs> expert. <laughs> but the guy. But here's another thing about comedian Ron Shock. Do you know the uh, uh, I've fallen, but I can't get up. Yeah, he invented that technology. No, yes, really. He did. But he sold it for $23,000. He sold the patent for $23,000. Oh, of course he did, because that's something you and I would do if of you were course. smart enough to do that. we go, oh, 23000 Done. Damn. We're set for life. <laughs> hey, hey, Tony, I got a cure for cancer. Let's sell it. How much? Uh, at least three grand. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> and we'd walk away high-fiving each other. No, five. Go for five. Okay, uh, okay, this goes out to anyone that is cooking for Thanksgiving. These are some Thanksgiving Day hacks, meaning... Tricks, uh, shortcuts. All right. This I had no idea of, and I'm going to try it out. Uh, Skip the peeling on the mashed potatoes. If you hate peeling the potatoes, well, just boil them with the skins on. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. Mash it up, yeah. No. Then shock them in an ice bath, and the skins just float off, it says. Uh, Again, I'll tell you the secret of my buddy's potato soup. Yeah. He 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 peels them right right takes the peels mm-hmm. and fries them up with a little olive oil and mm-hmm. makes them a little crispy then put, pours those into oh. the potato soup. It's something else you can do. You can oh. actually if you can get the peel as a whole, you can actually make a mask out of a potato. You throw skin. a little cheddar Ooh. and some pepper and salt. Oh my gosh, it's heaven. Great idea. I'm not sure if the mask would work. For or that. just peel the damn potatoes. Yeah, but anyway, this. Uh, Chef Craig Cochran, the owner of New Leaf in New York City, says if you boil them and then you put them in an ice bath, it'll shock them and the skins will go right off. But that begs the question, wouldn't the potatoes be cold then? I think they'd shrink. Uh, Oh, you got baby reds. Or just get that box of instant. Yes. Idaho. It tastes just like it. That's bad water. Absolutely. Or milk. Just tell people you you peeled 42 potatoes. All right, if you're roasting a turkey, how about instead of roasting, Chef Jennifer Toomey says of the Huckleberry Bakery. It is not a Toomey. In Santa Monica, California, she says spatchcock cooking instead. What? what? Spatchcock cooking, and I'm going to try that. Spats? Oh, that's the Aunt Jemima treatment. No, spatchcock. Spatchcock? Spatchcock. What the hell is spatchcock? Spatchcock. Like a spatula, right? Spatchcock. 
Spatchcock? Spatchcock. Spatchcock. What the hell is Spatchcock? Spatchcock is when you remove the backbone of the bird and then you flatten it out. You know, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then you just cook it side by side. That with seems the skin like out. a lot of work to remove move the spine unless you're like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. No, well. I, I'm a surgeon. That's not this. I'm a surgeon slash uh, virologist. I could do that easily. Oh, well, I'm sure you can. Because oh. you need a spine. <laughs> right. Of all the things to say. Well, when you bite in a sausage, Blue Buffet, it's just one bite and it comes in your mouth. <laughs> Some people do McDonald's for Thanksgiving. So, right. And, what was that clip again? Who never, was that guy? Never well, going. When you bite in a sausage, Blue Buffet, it's just one bite and it comes in your mouth. Yeah. It's Is never, that what I sound like? It's never going away. Is that really <laughs> what I sound like? <laughs> That's it. It's not the content. It's the, how uh, my voice sounds. Hey, listen. I, no, nobody has any respect for me. What do I care about the content? I just, wow. Okay. Um. Make gravy in the blender. Let your blender do the work of thickening it and getting the lumps out. That's what Todd Rogers, uh, Director of Culinary Operations at Pearl Hotel in Florida, says. Mm. And then buy a new blender. Right. No kidding. Flour out of it. Love gravy. Oh, me too. Oh, I love gravy. It's so good. And I, I don't give it to me early because I'll take that whole gravy boat. Me too. I could eat it like soup. Yes. I, I'm sorry, but I would like to request that no one uses a gravy this year. No, shut up, no, Fauci. I just said it, 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 There's it, no scientific evidence that backs yes, that yes. up. Gravy is a conduit to the devil. No, barrier. you are no, conduit to hell up, is what you are. I'm not taking away our gravy. God, I hate you. So is stuffing. Shut no, up. Shut up. Prep veggies before the big day. You can peel, chop, dice your vegetables a day or two, and that's going to save you time for Thanksgiving. That's what John Adler, Vice President of Culinary uh, Developments at Blue Apron, recommends. So there you go. There's some. No, I have the best tip. That's what my wife says. There we go. Yeah. Here's, here's what you do to avoid all this. <laughs> you avoid all this by yeah. saying, I'll do the turkey, and then you assign one item to each one of the family members that's coming over. You're doing the macaroni and cheese, or mac and cheese for Dwight. Uh, you're doing uh, the green bean cheese. casserole. You're doing whatever, and right. then they bring it all, and then all you got to do is the turkey, and you bypass all that other stupid stuff. You think I'm lying, but I'm not, and I have... Plenty You're a good of, liar. I have plenty of visual proof pictures on this. Mm-hmm. My dear sweet mother, Darlene Virginia Witten. Surprised she, she still has eyesight since you swear on her eyesight well, every single time. When I swear on my mom's eyes. I don't I, do I, it. I Stop doing that. Just, just, uh, your poor mother's eyesight. How many cracks have you stepped on? He doesn't care. I don't he doesn't wanna, care about his mama's I back. I don't want to break my mama's he back. He doesn't care about his mama's back. Listen. Every year she gets four, four of these large Mama Bear Nose pizzas, and that's what we have for Thanksgiving. It's easy. The old broad doesn't have to cook. The old broad, the old blind, <laughs> the old blind, broken back broad doesn't need to cook. <laughs> Listen, Mom, I know every once in a while your radio gets stuck on 840 WHAS. Sorry love about you. that, Mom. I love you, Mom. Here's something I call BS on. From Lending Tree, the average American hosting Thanksgiving, according to Lending Tree, We'll spend just under four 
hundred dollars. What? Are you grilling steaks for everybody? Right. Four hundred dollars. Turkey's well, twenty bucks. No, 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 no. I think you're missing the ad of oh, we need a new tablecloth. Maybe you need to rent a couple extra chairs. That's kind of stuff. It's not all ex- uh, exclusively food. Make sure make sure everyone has a glass of Pappy Van Winkle and Big Red. Yes, a Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> I did that at a bar the other night with Susan. I said, right. you got Pappy Van Winkle? And they said, yeah. So I'll take a Pappy Van Winkle and Big Red. And they said, what? All right. Christian Brothers Roofing is a roofing company that is Better Business Bureau A+. Uh, they show up early. They stay late if they need to. And they'll clean the entire area uh, after they are done. If you read the reviews on Better Business Bureau or anywhere else, they are top notch. Christian Brothers Roofing, 244-0208. Free estimates on any repairs. Um, they, the equipment that is done for the roof is dropped off the day of the job or the night before. So then they knock it out. Heck, one, but one, somebody reviewed that they were only there for five hours and knocked it out and the, and the roof looks fantastic. Christian Brothers Roofing, 2440208. Mick Jagger hinting there might be some more 2022 Stones dates. Don't mess this up, Catholic people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you Catholics. It wasn't our fault. With your Catholic schools. Your fish-eating ways. <laughs> you gambling, fish-eating Catholics. Uh, we talked about it earlier. The Staples Center is now going to be, what is it, Crypto.com? Yeah. Uh, the Crypto.com arena and it's only going to cost Crypto.com $700 million. For to, how many years? Uh, probably a 10-year For deal. how many phony coins? It's oh. probably a 10-year deal. This is the biggest pyramid scheme ever, is it not, this cryptocurrency? They should have named the Memphis Arena. <laughs> right. Give us the pyramid. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Well, I'm just explaining in case anyone. Or, or sponsor know. the Sphinx. Yeah. <laughs> Sphincter. I, I'm, I'm surprised the Sphinx is not sponsored. We, we are the fighting Sphinxers. <laughs> Sphincters. Okay. I have a list of things millennials don't understand or Gen Z doesn't understand about millennials. Okay. Which one's Gen Z? That's, that's the after youngest. us, right? No, that's the newest one. Yeah, millennials are right behind us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hang on. Let me make sure I got the list here. Uh, da, 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 da. Some of them are very, very funny because they're like, really? You used to say... Uh, one of them was, uh, you're all that in a bag of chips. You all really said that? Uh, da, 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 I've lost the article now. I remember I'm that. Sorry. Uh, you, uh, you're all that in a bag of chips. Right. right, right. I, thought, I thought it was stupid back then. <laughs> I don't know who thought of that. I don't know. Uh, so one of the others, I don't have the article in front of me, damn it, but the, one of them was they had a picture of one of the actresses in 1993 that had her dress and then jeans on the underneath them. And she was like, why would you wear jeans underneath your dress? So, so I don't. Okay, I have another list while you find that one. Okay, go. Okay. These are people sharing the things that become annoying as you get older. Oh, okay. This, of course, was on Reddit. Somebody posted that question. So as you age, what becomes increasingly annoying? Here are some my, of the responses. Oh, my wife. Everything. <laughs> my, yeah, really. My, my wife. Everything becomes annoying. Being tired all the time. Annoying. Yeah. That is annoying. It's annoying. But I'm, I'm not. Well. I'm like a spring chicken. 
I, I, I discovered the other day that I can go through fits of 20 minutes to where I'm like, I can't keep my eyes open. Yes. And an hour later, I'm energized, and I'm like, how is my day like this? It's where a 6 o'clock sleepies. I don't know what the hell's going on, but then I'm energized, and I'm ready to go. It's, so I don't know what's a, going on. It's actually a sign of the Delta variant. No, it's like, not. Let me just swab Come your on. cavity or your nose. Your credibility is uh, for you know what. Fauci. Yeah. Things that become annoying as you get older, loud, dark restaurants. Can't hear the server or my friends, and I can't read the menu without my flashlight. I can't read the menu. I like dark (laughs) restaurants so people can't see us, Yes, but I don't like them loud. Look, as long as there's not a kid behind me crying at that high-pitched scream out of nowhere. Having tantrums a lot like what you do sometimes in the studio. I did it once. Okay. The dark is good. I hate the bright restaurants. Like when you go on, you think it's closing time. No. It's like it's 7 o'clock at uh, night. Why right. is it? You could take a kidney out in here. No, no, no. I like the dark. I like Me the, too. Uh, yeah, I like I, the dark. I, I look know. better. I uh, know I've got to take out my jitterbug phone and then realize, wait a minute, this is a jitterbug phone. I don't have a flashlight on it. I know. Honey, can I use your flashlight I, iPhone? Uh, this is hard to hear for all three of us, but all three of our voices carry so I hate the ones that are really quiet, and they sit you in the center like a two-top in the center of the I restaurant. Right. And you're like, I had some important things to talk to you about, right. but I'm not sure if I want to do that right now. Right. We're not whisperers. Well, no. good, good thing is, even when my wife, she learned how to whisper in a helicopter. Here's how she whispers. Do you think that couple next to us realizes that they're stupid? <laughs> honey, honey. Be- just because they're wearing a Louisville shirt, Susan, come on. Susan, don't say that. Clutter, stuff. It didn't bother me that much when I was younger, but it's definitely something that's getting increasingly on my nerves as I got into my 30s. It bothers yes. me now. bothers me. Oh, my yes, gosh. absolutely. Get rid of this stuff. Right. I've, I've got almost every single year I go, if I didn't use it or whatever, it's gone. Right. Get rid of it. If you opened a box and didn't know it was there, pitch yes. it. Yes. My. I'm not saying nothing. My inability to fall asleep. Yes! Right! That's your crazy mind never settling down. I don't have that issue. I do, boy. I can fall asleep like... I fight that every single night. Because you are a little... Well, I'm a nut job. Yeah. Look, I'm not running from you. No, I know. Call it what it is, man. Sharing the burden of other people's self-induced personal drama. What was that again? How Say was it? it again. So what? Sharing the burden of other people's oh. self-induced personal drama. No, we don't put up with it anymore. Yeah, I don't. Do I that. don't listen to it. I don't have time for that story I don't have right time now. For right. it? No, I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I don't need your drama. And by the way, that happens in your 30s. In the 20s, you put up with that drama. You're fighting with your or your boss again. You know why? Because they're your boss. Um, oh, you have car troubles again. You need a ride. Oh, okay. Anything else? Oh, you got drunk and you don't know where you are. Come pick you up. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, those people you drop in your 30s. You're like, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. You still hang out with me? I know, but it's more like a charity issue. You just don't pick me up. This kind of goes back to the restaurant thing. People being excessively loud in public. Stop screaming. My wife. Uh, people on their phones. You don't oh. have to talk loud like that. Okay. In the post office, right underneath the sign that says, no phones, please. I w- so I said, and oh. then she said, buy your stamps. No, right. I will say, if I'm in the post office or I'm in the grocery or something and I have to take the call, I, I always whisper and say, I don't want to look like a douchebag. I'm standing in a, in a store. I'll call you right back. And they go, oh, okay, cool. Right. I, I don't talk on the phone in, in, in stores. People have gotten so rude. 
You or the friend. earpiece, or the earpiece, well, the and ear- then they t- they turn up. You're talk. You think they're talking to you, and they turn to you like looking at you like I'm crazy. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. You're talking out loud. I didn't know you were having business in the aisle at Kroger. I thought you were a crazy lady. Yeah, buy some ice cream and get your fat ass out of the way. There's a dude that walks our neighborhood <laughs> with one of those things, and he talks really loud, and it sounds like. Or he's making it sound like he's making these multi-million dollar deals. Well, that's he's a little short, round guy. Uh, he's yeah, pe- he's peacocking. I say go up seventeen percent on that. Don't settle for anything less than fifteen. Yeah. I bet. I bet he's. It's pe- nine o'clock at night. What are you doing? He's peacocking. He wants you all to think that he's a Packers shareholder. There you go. Shareholder. He's also the daytime bartender at O'Charlie's. <laughs> <laughs> acting like that. Yeah, I thought they shut O'Charlie's he down. Around. He's ordering. One of them is. Yeah, ordering the, straws. No. Listen, let's call it like it is. There was only one, the O'Charlies. Oh, oh okay. But there is other O'Charlies, correct? Yeah, not in my mind. There's All one right. out there by 64, by that Walmart out okay. there in that, that area. There was always Nobody a, wants to drive. They, they won for a while with that free pie Wednesday. There was uh, Oh, yeah. My, it was packed. My wife has that same promotion. She did it in college. So the next thing that annoys people as they get older, the constant need to pee. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's worse than that is uh, the need to pee, and then you get in there, and he just, Don Wrinkles just kind of looks up at you. I'm like, Don Wrinkles, you wanted me to come in here yep. at 2 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? Well, and they just, say to to get out of that well, is that hold off on the pee. But then I'll look at Don Wrinkles, and I'll say, I can't be mad at that face. <laughs> you know where the stage fright always, <laughs> you know where that always happens to me? You've got to go so bad, and you finally get to the stadium bathroom and the trough, yeah. and you think, oh, finally. And then nothing. Oh, no, right, golly. Right, right. Yeah, I'm just here to look at you guys. Right. So does this make you – is this just me or do you get nervous because you're thinking, these people behind me are now waiting on me? Okay, listen, women can be cruel. That's a, it's a news flash. Women can be – But what did Elvis say? Don't be cruel. Don't be cruel. Listen, baby, don't be cruel. Yeah. Ish. Ish. Where was he from again? Uh, I believe he was from Memphis. I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the uh, Is that how you talk to Memphis, Tennessee? <laughs> I can't <laughs> Okay, uh, guys, guys uh, I, want to, I want you to meet Lana from TikTok. Hey, Lana. Hey, Lana from TikTok. Lana is very, very evil, or let's let the jury decide. Because it sucks when someone cheats on you. Of course it does. And you want revenge, right? Uh, What? When someone cheats on you. When a- yeah, well, revenge? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Every once in a while, I can be vindictive. Say what? See, I, I, I so you got to care in the first place. <laughs> Well, right. Tony's like, I already cheated on him twice. Uh, okay. Oh, as he, br- as he <laughs> brings he do? I'd be like, Steve? Oh, I like Steve. He's a nice guy. As he brings <laughs> in. Y'all have fun. Hey, ask him how uh, Cynthia is doing <laughs> next time that, uh, you know. Okay, so. Perfect song right here. I just want to hear Evil Woman now. Woo! I broke out some ELO CDs the other day. I got to do that. We were talking about that, and I said I was going to jam into this. All right, you chase it to me, squirrels. Get back to the damn story. All right, guys, watch me. Atlanta, she wanted ex. She wanted revenge on her ex that cheated on her. Okay, here's the story. Um, She was in a relationship with this guy, and then he gets caught cheating. So she says... I will take you back because he's pleading. Baby, I want you back. I'm sorry. It meant nothing. It was nothing. It was one night, whole thing. 
She goes, I'll take you back if you get my name tattooed on your right hand on the top. Wow. These are two brilliant people here, yeah. So the guy says, you know, I want her back. I'll do that. No, idiot. So they go to a tattoo parlor. Should have put it on his wrist. That's when... That's when Lana takes to TikTok and makes a video in the front ground. In the in the background, you can see him getting the tattoo mm-hmm. on the top of his hand. And she's saying? She's saying he thinks I'm going to stay with him after this tattoo. I'm going to ghost him. Ooh. That's a bit far, right? What an idiot. Well, look, he's dumb enough to get a tattoo of her name on his hand. Stop. Right, look. He gets deserve. He deserves whatever he gets. Plus, he can make it into a dragon or a butterfly or something afterwards. But it's on the top of your hand. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He can make it a dragon or a butterfly after that. Well, whatever her name is. Look, these people with their marital problems, they just need to be grown ups. Can like, you add a letter or something to it and make it something different? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I got another revenge story. Oh, meet Herbie Robinson. Hi, Herbie. Hey, Herbie. Wait, wait, what? Stop. What? Do you know where the name Herbie Robinson is? I only put that in the story to see if you were paying attention. Are you serious? His name's not Herbie Robinson. Herbie Robinson from Cleveland. Yeah, he's a baseball player. Baseball Bulls player. mate. Bumped into him and bitten below the waist. Yeah, right. That's a Jaws reference. Thank you. Oh. I, wanted, I put it in there to see if Dwight was listening during my stories. Sometimes he's drinking his coffee. I was like, let's see if Dwight's paying attention. You should see his little eyes light up. Hurry, <laughs> He's a baseball player. Pulls his mate. All right. Uh, his name really is Andrew Bradshaw. He's a mayor, mm-hmm. and he's charged with revenge porn. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. Being a politician puts you under uh, the public microscope, that's for sure. sure. But that didn't stop one guy from sending out revenge porn. The mayor of Cambridge, Maryland, is accused of distri- uh, distributing large amounts of revenge porn. How much do they do? I don't know. And mayor Andrew Bradshaw is charged with 50 counts of distributing porn without the consent of the victim. Prosecutors say he created multiple accounts on Reddit and posted new pictures, nude pictures of women uh, of a woman who had been with him in a romantic re- relationship. They saw Bradshaw caption the pictures with racial slurs ah. and sexual explicit language. This is a mayor. He faces two years in prison on each count. Here's the question. Does he have a department of safe and healthy neighborhoods? <laughs> Should have had a porn interrupter. Right, right. What may, What at some point... What? You're so upset, you're like, I'm going to get back at her, but I know it's going to ruin my career. I know! But I'm going to do it anyway. Just move on. Okay, now I, re- I got to look the guy up. I remember right. when this was not Andrew illegal. Because the internet and all that, they, they laws were slow to catch up mm-hmm. with this kind of stuff. And I remember doing the story on revenge porn years ago. Remember we were talking about going, what the hell is revenge porn? Well, that's a perfect example of it, posting the pictures. And that's why you got to be careful because wow. almost every couple now does a little, ooh, take a picture, click of us doing whatever. That could be used against you. See, Susan and I tried to make a porn, but it looks like an Easter egg attacking a hot blonde. Yeah, well, there's fetish for that. It's, it's, petri- it's terrifying. I'm telling you, our home sex tape is not worth watching. I'm looking at the guy right now. Yeah, he did. Are you judging how good looking he is? No, I'm just seeing if he, he looked clear, like a creeper. No, he looks, why, he is he research- why is he researching that? Because he wants he to wants see to the see naked it, yes. pictures. <laughs> Wait, hang on. You act like we don't know you. <laughs>
I want to see what Andrew looks like. I, I want to research this story I, uh, just uh, to find out what the guy looks like. I want to see if he's qualified to be mayor. I'm Certainly. A, I'm a journalist. I got to do this. Evidently, they've taken him down. Look, there's a fetish for that. There okay. is? Yeah. All right. Um, that dovetails into another kind of terrible story. I don't know why they still have fraternities and sororities. I know why, because a lot of alumni uh, of these colleges are, are former fraternity and sororities, and they give a lot of money to the universities. If that did not happen, they would get rid of fraternities and sororities. I think they're pretty silly. They're just dumb. Is, right. it kind of Drink like, a gallon of vodka and then take your pants off and <laughs> walk across the field <laughs> and then hit you with whipped cream on the other side. Wait a minute. Can I join a fraternity even though... Yeah, uh, they there's a fraternity and it's, apparently this is not just one fraternity that this is happening at. Uh, according to the website, it's called hogging. Do you know what hogging is? Uh, where the weight doesn't matter. You're on the right track. I well, it, this would be trouble for me because I don't see weight. I don't see BMI index. Mm. Uh, hogging is basically when groups of men compete to have sex with the biggest girl at the party or bar. And it's been going on apparently for decades, but now it's kind of a thing in fraternities this year. So then, just grab the prettiest girl in the bar and say, "Lost again." Guess, yes. I guess I'm not too good at this game. If fraternities weren't so unlikable before, they are now. It's just ridiculous. I these I, I just I don't get it. I don't get why people I, it join. Seems, it seems like it's just cruelty. Cru- cruelty. I, I think there are some on that are that are uh, their fraternities. You know, they 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 deem the oh that's the smart person okay. fraternity. That's the jock fraternity. This used to be called a moped ride. I don't get it. They're- I mean, they're kind of fun, but you don't want anybody to see you on it. I... Can we flip the coin? I disagree with this, can, can this we, humor. Can we flip the coin? Because I used to be a fat. Okay. Yes. And as a former, so you would have been a hogging target. I would have. That, that, here's what I'm True. saying. So let's flip that. If you don't I, know if some of the girls that you probably, that you thought were taking you home were just the winner of the contest that night. Okay, that's my point. Probably too heavy to flip, Dwight. That's my point. Is I'm a former fat. I think I can speak on that. As a former fat. If I were at a bar stuffing my face with cheese fries and drinking beer and having fun doing what I do, mm-hmm. that's what I did, mm-hmm. and in come a sorority full of hot blondes, and they say, you know what, we're going to have sex with you because you're fat, I would go, this sounds like a great plan. Let's go. It's terrible. You wouldn't be offended, Dwight? It's I awful. I would have been it's offended. It's terrible, and this is just another dumb things fraternities do. Besides kill their their members of their fraternities by drinking right. too much alcohol. Someone told me a story the other day that um, there was a sorority in the Big Ten or fraternity in the Big Ten. They gave them hallucinogenics and then drilled them into the floor. What? They took the floorboards up. What? And what? then they drilled them into the floor and had a party on top of the floor. And, they were, and the pledges were underneath the floor while people were partying. Oh, my God. And they were on hallucinogenics. What's the point of I the said, heck? why would you, yeah, you cuz the stories that you hear oh they made them slap each other with cow dung those are the ones you hear the right. really bad ones they keep to themselves cuz they know they possibly could go to jail I, I was the head of my fraternity I don't in doubt college, it and just as a goof I made people wear masks oh my non-stop. god made the pledges wear masks yes nonstop
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.